Well, good evening. How you doing? Hey, great to have you here tonight. I'm Lee Love, and this is uh, Friday Night uh, Photo Mentor TV. And uh, again, thrilled to have you here. So uh, a lot of new stuff going on tonight, of course, as always. Uh, but anyway, you know, I got to tell you guys, let me take a second if you don't mind. I wish you guys could um, kind of see behind the scenes of what it takes to, number one, put this thing on. But number two, kind of what I do to prepare for it, um, not just the, the material, but I have a whole show prep thing that I do where I have about 13 songs that I play to kind of get me in the mood and get me pumped up. And unfortunately, I can't play those songs because of uh, copyright issues. But uh, it's a it's a lot of fun kind of, you know, I got a routine going on and I kind of get pumped up anyway. Kind of fun. I wish you guys could uh, get a glimpse into uh, seeing that. So um, as opposed to here's what the background looks like. If You guys are new to the show. This is a little bit of the setup here. So um, it's, uh, it's, it's a little bit involved. But anyway, of course, I overdo these kinds of things. What can I say? Anyway, so uh, let's see what we got going. We got tonight is um, first Friday of the month. Can you guys believe it's really February? I, I, it's, uh, what, happened to what happened to January? <laughs> I mean, my goodness, it just kind of flew by. So anyway, which I guess some people would say, 2020 crept by. I don't know. It was was slow, but I don't know. It was the same to me. I didn't notice any difference. Anyway, um, so it is February 5th, the first Friday of the month. And on the first Friday of the month, we do photo reviews. And I've got some great images for you guys to look at tonight and uh, some terrific photographers. And I think you guys are going to like this. So anyway, again, if this is your first time here, we do this every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time, um, 6 p.m. Pacific, I guess it would be. And if you're in other parts of the world and you're up late and you're a night out, it would be 0200 uh, Greenwich Mean Time or Universal Coordinated Time. And uh, anyway, and of course, if you're here on the replay, thank you very much. We enjoy you being here either way and uh, happy that you can, um, you know, can join us no matter uh, when, if it's on the replay or if it's live. Um, let's see here. What else? Um, again, I told you about the, the photo reviews tonight. Got a, some great stuff there. Um, the other thing is I'd like to explain if you're here for the first time, why I do this and what's the point. Um, I do this primarily for new photographers, but of course, um, any photographers happy to, you know, I'm happy to join, join us in the evenings here or on the show. Um, but, um, mainly new photographers. And my goal is to educate, encourage, and mentor new photographers. I, I just see that there's a, a need out there for uh, helping new photographers. I spend a lot of time answering questions one-on-one -on -one and also in groups. And I notice that they often um, kind of get dismissed or kind of put down or really don't get accurate information. That's the biggest thing that drives me crazy. The information is just not right. So anyway, so, and I want to see them grow and get more confidence and enjoy photography, whatever that may be, whether it's just photographing family, your family, or if you're doing this as a business or just pursuing this as a creative outlet, whatever it is, I'm, uh, I want to help you do that. So anyway, that's the purpose of doing this and, um, why I spend so much time, um, working on this stuff. Anyway, let's see here. Um, if you do enjoy what I'm doing here, be very helpful to me and to the show. If you, and other photographers, actually, if you would um, mind liking the Facebook page or the uh, YouTube page, and I'll give you those URLs here in a second. Um, and, um, you know, mainly I was sharing them with other photographers that you think would be find some of this information helpful. That's, that's always the best thing. Cause you know, the more we give, the more we get back in my opinion. Um, you can get the show as if you are, um, if you're listening, watching and you, of course you already know where the show is located, but if you go to facebook.photomentor.tv, put that URL in, that'll take you right to the Facebook page. And if you go to um, youtube.photomentor.tv, dot tv that'll take you right to the facebook page either one of these we stream to live to both systems 
and you can ask questions live um, by doing that. If you just um, put a, a, a question, a, a response in the comment section, put a Q and then a, a colon, and if it helps me out there, um, and um, I can then bring up your questions on the screen if I if I can see them, if I can answer them. Be glad to do that. If not, if I don't, um, um, if I don't have the um, the other thing you can do is you can email me a, a question at help at photomentor.tv. And that way I can answer it either. I'll reply to it or I will add it to next week's show. So anyway, let's see what we got here. Okay, so here's the uh, kind of the agenda for tonight. We've got, um, again, the... Um, um, Okay. Um, anytime you see a, um, I'm sorry, I've got a message here. <laughs> Someone was distracting me. Uh, so again, the first Friday of the month, this is what we're doing. Uh, photo reviews tonight. We've got some great images as I asked, as I mentioned, also have a question of the week. I'm going to ask you guys in a minute. And, um, the other thing I wanted to mention is I wanted to thank everyone that attended the, uh, Facebook or excuse me, the, uh, Lightroom workshop that I did last weekend. That was, uh, I, I had a lot of fun doing it. It was a lot of work, but a lot of fun doing it. And of course it went longer than I thought it was. Um, uh, someone commented in, in the feedback that, um, you know, maybe they thought it was the first time I had done this class. Well, it's not the first time I've done a class. I know work, I know Lightroom, I've been working with it for years, but it was the first time I tried to take a whole class and put it down into an hour and that didn't work. Ended up going into two hours. I don't mind. I'm happy to, um, I was happy to share the information. I'd have gone longer if you guys wanted, but I didn't want to, I felt guilty that I was holding you guys up. And I didn't let you guys know it was going to take that long to uh, cover all this stuff. So anyway, but, uh, it was a good, good class. We did, I did one on Friday at 9 PM instead of this show. And, uh, that went two and a half hours. And then I repeated it again on Saturday at 2 p.m. for those that couldn't make it on Friday. And that one I was able to cut back to two hours, but still it was a lot of stuff to cover. It's a big program and a lot going on there. Okay. Um, if you don't, many of you don't know, we have a Facebook group. It's a, um, if you're interested in joining that, it's uh, you go to photomentor.tv slash join. Um, or you can also, just to confuse you, you can do it reverse. You can do join.photomentor.tv. Either one will work. Um, now, this pay, this this group's a little different than maybe some of the other groups you're used to, to joining in that it's very hands-on. It's I try to keep it relatively small. I'm not looking to have 10,000 people join this group. Um, there are um, exclusive content in there. Like for example, I'm will probably put some of the Photoshop or some of the Lightroom workshop video in that um, group. I'm also do I do tutorials in there, video tutorials and stuff like that. So it's a very different group. And um, what I ask is that if you go in and you you go to the the page here and join, that what's going to happen is you're going to be asked a couple of questions: your name, your email, what's your um, Facebook page and how long you've been a photographer. And I think that's about it. Two or three questions. And the only reason I asked that is number one, I really want to know who is joining. Uh, I want to know a little bit about your background. So I know what kind of information to provide you. And number three, quite frankly, is I'm not really interested in having anyone that's kind of a know-it-all and, um, you know, that, that doesn't want to help people. I, I don't understand why people join these groups that have the word beginner in them. And then they berate new beginners because they ask beginner questions. I, I just, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand it. Anyway, that's not going to happen in this group. And uh, so, um, but fill out the form. And um, once you fill out the form, there's a link there when you click, and then it will take you to the Facebook page. Then it's helpful. You don't have to do it, but it's helpful if you just click the join request to join. And then I'll get, I get notified either way. But uh, anyway, so that's uh, if you want to get involved in that, that's something that um, I encourage you to, to uh, check out. Um, and again, if you um, if you if you want to do a um, if you want to join the photo reviews, which we do every again, first Monday of the month or first uh, Friday of the month, 
Um, the re- this is what we're going to be doing tonight, and the reviews are anonymous. So, I mean, I who know who you are, but that's not the point. I don't, uh, I don't just give your name or anything like that. And the only thing I request is that you let me know. I don't care what camera you use. You can use a smartphone. It doesn't matter to me. That's not the point. It's not about the technology. Um, what I'm interested in, more importantly, is how long you've been shooting. So I can kind of judge your experience level um, with other photographers. The um, they're reviewed not necessarily in what I like or don't like. They're reviewed. I look at them on three um, issues: composition, technical, and the subject matter. How well they work with those three categories or those three issues or criteria. So, if you're interested in participating next um, next month, you can go to review.photomentor.tv. Again, answer a couple quick questions and uh, upload your image and um, be glad to um, have you uh, join us uh, next month for the um, first Friday of the month. That will be, you know, May, I guess, huh? February, March. Mar- I'm sorry, March. Gosh, I'm losing it here. No wonder. Uh, March, um, the, the first Friday of the month on March. Anyway, okay, enough rambling here. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, I know. I wanted to uh, do one other thing. I want to do the uh, the um, question of the of the week. The question of the week is: I'd love for you guys to leave in the comments section. Name your dream photo shoot. It can be a person, a place, you know, whatever you would you know ultimately love to be able to do or photograph. Um, it could be you know Alaska or something like that. That's um, on my bucket list. Although I'm not really a landscape photographer. Um, but, um, and then just put that in the comments. I'd love to know what your thoughts are, what kind of stuff you guys strive to want to photograph at some point and, uh, why, what, what, what compels you to want to photograph that subject. So that'd be great. I'd appreciate if you'd put that in, um, the comments section of either YouTube, um, or Facebook. Okay. All right. So. Um, we've got a couple of questions tonight, and then we're going to jump right into the photo reviews. Um, the um, Let's see here. And the first question is, um, Rebecca wants to know, uh, how can I ask people, or how do I ask people if I can photograph them and not sound creepy? Well, it depends. <laughs> um, number one, who you approach, and also, you know, I assume you're doing street photography. Maybe not. I've uh, approached a number of people that I find. I love photographing interesting characters. I seek them out and I could show you some images that are pretty unique in the roller derby and weightlifters and stuff like that. Roller, uh, roller skaters, things like that, that are, I think are really interesting characters. Um, but I'd say the first thing is to just be genuine um, and approach them and say, Hey, I'm a photographer. I think you're really interesting or beautiful or whatever. I think you have an excellent look. Um, would you mind if I photograph you? And generally, most people will say yes. Um, the other thing that's a nice thing to do, and I should have one. I should have had one with me. I didn't think about it. Um, I had a, a blurb book printed out. I don't know if you know what that is, but blurb is a printing company. There's a lot of companies that do it. It's a seven by seven book, and it has some photos in it. And I actually originally developed it for going to ad agencies for a campaign that I had put together. But um, I carry that with me in my camera bag. And so if I want to show people some of the work that I've done, I can do that. And you can do it on your phone, of course. I don't think it's as, it makes as much of an impact if you have something printed. But either one, show them some of your stuff. Say, here's the kind of stuff I do. Get, and say, hey, if you don't you know, give me your email address, I'll be glad to send you a copy of the photo. Um, would you mind if I photograph you? Most people are going to say yes. Like I said, I've only had, my experience has been, I've only had one person turn me down. And it was a very bizarre situation. I um, was a mechanic and he was working on a car and I was waiting on my car to get inspected or something. And I was had a beard and stuff. He's really tatted up. He's just an interesting looking guy. And uh, I approached him. I said, hey, I gave him my business card. I said, my name's Lee. And I'm a photographer. I said, you have a really interesting look. I'd love to photograph you sometime. If you're interested, here's my card. Let me know. So about a month later, I went back to the gas station again. And I noticed the guy wasn't there. And I asked the owner, I said, uh, hey, you know, what happened to um, 
the guy that was, is he off today? I said, I would, I'd ask him if I could photograph him. He said, oh yeah. He said that really freaked him out. He, he quit right after that. So I was like, wow, never had that happen before. So I figure one of two things happens. One, um, he was in witness protection or two, maybe he was a convicted felon or something. I, I'm not sure what the deal is, but it's, it was very bizarre. Um, why that happened? I've never had that happen before. So kind of freaked me out so, anyway. All right. So next question is from Tava and Tava says, do you use any formalization in your photography, the visual aspects of image play and role in your photography, color, et cetera? Oh, this is an excellent question. And what he's, what he or she's asking is really what I talked about two weeks ago in the part one of the class or the, the session I did on, um, um, the art of thinking like an artist. And, um, it's really about using the visual language because lines, shapes, color, all of these things contribute to the tools we use as artists to communicate a, a theme, a message, um, to our audience of where we want them to look, et cetera. And when you, when I, I'll talk a little bit about this tonight when I show do the photo reviews and you'll see, but I think it's an excellent question. I don't think most people even think about it or understand it, but if you look at art and back and the art history and a little bit of the composition and things like that, you'll understand more about what uh, they're asking here, but I'm going to cover some more of this actually in part two, um, which maybe next week, um, in part two of the thinking or seeing like an artist that I did uh, a couple of weeks ago. So it was just too much information. I couldn't cover it all. So I broke it up into a couple of different sections. So, okay. Abby asked, um, are there some ways to, to learn editing in Lightroom and Photoshop, YouTube, take an actual class or just play with the programs? Well, everybody learns different, Abby. That's the problem. Um, I'm a, in a lot of these groups, people will ask the same question and they'll say, oh, I just go to YouTube. They'll teach everything you want to know. Well, that's not true. That's not, an, you can't say that because we all learn differently. Maybe some people like to have a book and they like to look at the book, look at the program, look at it, try it. Some people learn by, can learn by watching a video and other people have to have somebody that kind of can tutor them or walk them through it. And that was the purpose of my, it's a shame you weren't here last week when we did the workshop, because that's exactly what I was doing was demonstrating some of this stuff. Some people have to see it. I've had some follow-up questions from people who said, Hey, you showed something and I can't get that to work. And that's the other problem with YouTube and these, some of these other systems is they're one way. There's no, you can't ask questions. You can't get more information. And so, um, I, it's not, there's just a lot of different ways to do it. Scott Kelby has some of the best books I've seen. Guy's very prolific as a writer. And, um, so if you're looking for a book, he would be one of the ones that I would suggest. Um, so for me, I have to learn the program. I have to have an application. In other words, I say, okay, I want to, here's something in my head. I want to create a goal. And then I look at it and say, okay, how can I do that? And that's how I learn most applications. I can't learn them by reading or looking. I may skim through the book or something, but most of the time I'm trying to figure how an application or not an application. I'm trying to figure out a way to do something. And that's how I learn the program best of all. But again, everybody's different. Okay. What cameras have portrait mode? So portrait mode, what they're asking here is um, some of the cameras have, you just put a little, there's an icon there for shooting in portraits. The lower end cameras, typically I know the Nikon uh, D5600 and below, the Canon, I think that the uh, T7 and below have those in it. And what it does essentially is, is it, automatically puts the camera in aperture priority is really what it's doing. You can do the same thing. And here's, so it's, it tells the camera like, okay, I'm shooting a portrait and I know I want to blur out the background. I want to really make that subject pop. And so therefore what I want, what I'm doing there is I want the widest aperture. So it, it basically sets the camera to the widest aperture the lens has available and then makes the rest of adjustments from there, whether they be auto ISO or whether they be shutter speed. Um, that's all it's really doing. There's nothing wrong with using it 
Um, I shoot an aperture priority probably 90% of the time. And people are like, why do you do that? Well, it's, well, sure. I've told people before, I'll share it some other time. I don't want to take up too much time doing that tonight. But the point is, is the same thing with shutter priority or sports mode. When you put it in sports mode, it then assumes, okay, you're telling me that shutter speed, you want to freeze the action. So therefore what it does, is it shifts the priority to the shutter. It tries to use the fastest shutter speed available and then um, opens up the aperture to, to compensate as well as the, um, the ISO. So that's what that does. Hope that helps. Okay, Aaron says, um, how can I add a logo to my pics? Can you do it in Lightroom? Again, I'm not to be not trying to toot my own horn or have a broken record here, but it's a shame you weren't here last week. Um, actually, I did a little tutorial on this separately, but if you want to message me or email me, um, I will, um, here at the address to help at photomentor.tv, I will um, give send you some information on how to do that. But it's basically done through Lightroom CC, or excuse me, Lightroom Classic. And I don't think you can do it in CC. And you do it when you export. When you export, there's a way to create a, a preset with a watermark on it. You can use either graphic or text. Okay, so Wendy wants to know, um, what do you do when, you, when a client asks for all the images for a session? So very, from a session, it's a very common question, Wendy. The first answer is no, of course. And here, let me give you a couple of analogies, first of all, or, or why there's a no. First of all, you're going through and you're editing these things. Not all of them are winners, all right? You may shoot 100 pictures. There's not going to be 99 of them that are going to be perfect. And you, and I wouldn't want to show 99 pictures of my, my images to anybody because I'm experimenting. I don't, often don't know what I'm looking for. I'll see something, I'm working, let me try this, let me try that to try and look for the right angle. And it takes a couple of tries to get that. And so now the more experience you get, the more you can dial that in more quickly, but still it's, it's an experiment. And so why give the client, why flood the client with a bunch of, you know, images that don't make sense. Also, a lot of times you'll have an image that looks like this and then an image that looks like this. I mean, there's that much difference between the two. And, and again, nobody needs a hundred images unless you're doing a wedding or something. But for the most part, they're not going to do anything with them anyway, if they're not any good. Or number two, if they're the same image, but their hands just turn a little bit, it doesn't make sense to provide it. So, but let me give you an analogy real quick. And that is when you buy a book, you do not get all of the revisions of the manuscript that an author wrote to get that book published goes to the editor, they change it, they change the characters. It's the same thing. That would be like you asking an editor or, or, or an author, hey, I, can I have all the raw manuscripts? So I want to see what you, how you got there. Or what if you're a musician? You don't get to see all the raw, you don't get all the raw tracks from their songs or their notes or the stuff that they did, but then they were messing around in the studio developing a song. They get, you get the final product. And it's the same thing here. There's no reason for, the client to see all of the experiments and things you're doing. So no, you give them the edits, they're your decision, which ones you want to give them. And obviously it should be your best work. So, okay. I think this may be, um, so I'm a beginner photographer. What do you advise as a first portrait lens? Well, of course it depends on the camera you have, whether you have a crop sensor or full frame, cause one's a little longer, but rule of thumb is you want the longest lens possible. And the reason is because the longer the lens, the more compression the, the image gives you. So that um, enhances the facial features. I know we've all seen pictures of close up with a wide angle lens and your face looks all distorted and everything. It doesn't make sense. It's not very flattering. So a longer lens will always give you a more flattering picture. Now, um, so even if you don't have a fancy lens, you know, if a kit lens, 18 to 55 or 55 or 70 to 300 back up and zoom in. And that will give you a much more flattering picture. As far as the lenses though, um, I'm, I like primes if I have to, if I can, although I, you know, have a zoom work if I have, it's what I have. Um, and, uh, I, my, as a full frame camera, my, I like an 85. That's my go-to lens for portraits or a little longer. I actually have a, um, 105 millimeter macro 
lens, which I never use for some reason. I don't know. I end up loaning it to my friends more than I do shooting. But that would also be another one um, that would be a very good lens for portraits. And then sometimes use the 70 to 200 just zoomed in, and that, that also works real well. So. Okay. Um, well, this is the other half of the question then. There's a beginner photographer, 85 or 135. 135 is a great lens. Um, if you can deal with it, it's, if you got the room, it's an, I really would prefer, it was the go-to portrait lens when I was shooting film. Um, but an 85 will do just as well. Okay. Um, I don't know what this is. I must've messed up there. All right. That's okay. Let's get into the reviews anyway. Um, let's see here. Um, one question real quick. Here, someone's asking, they can't see the stream. I guess that's why. Okay, all right, let's see here. So, let's um, let's dive into some of the um, the images tonight. Let me pull this up here, I'm gonna show you. So, let's see. All right, let's get these four here first. Okay, so um, I'm, these are not in the right order, but that's okay. So this is image number one. Uh, it helps if I um, bring that on the screen. You probably appreciate that. This is image number one, and um, it is um, it's uh, the it's MJ's photo. I think that's uh, with the person that um, I I just put letters next to their number. And in the year, or not the year, but the experience. So this is a new photographer. Uh, they've only been shooting less than a year. And uh, this is a portrait they did of this person. Obviously, I don't know anything else other than that. So as um, uh, looking at it from a technical standpoint, technically, the exposure's done well. It looks pretty good. Um, it's in focus. It's sharp. Um, so technically, it looks like they, they got it right. Compositionally wise, then I would maybe make a few suggestions. Um, for example, what you're trying to do here is you're trying to, to show or get, you know, you want to draw attention to the subject matter. In other words, I call, okay, it's, it's not really called squinting, but that's my term for it. I call it squinting. In other words, if I were to metaphorically, metaphorically, I say it metaphorically. That's not so. Um, um, squint. What is the first thing I see in the picture? Where is my eye drawn first? I call it the hero of the shot. So it doesn't have to be a person hero. It could be anything. It could be an object or a landscape. But you're tr again, as photographers, we're trying to guide the viewer to look at what we want them to look at. And we do that through a lot of different items. Composition is the main one. Lighting, focusing, color, all those things contribute to where the person looks at when we, um, when we um, show them an image. So that's the first thing. So, um, so, the, so from this, it's a little bit broad. I don't, I, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff in the background here that kind of doesn't add to it. So the other thing is you might be able to crop this a little bit, um, depending on how you wanted to do it. Um, so let's try it this way. So you could crop it this way. You might, might be even work as a vertical. Um, and so you could even come in. So that would be one way to do it. I think then it, um, it draws the eye, um, uh, directly to the um to the subject and now i'm looking right at the person and all that other stuff's not there the other thing is that um the eye is normally drawn to the lightest part of a subject or an, uh, so it's just the way the human brain works we we see light and we and that's where we look first so this background here would be a little distracting so one of the things that i might do depending on how you want to do it and I'll just, this is kind of rough, but I'll just say I'm going to go down one stop. Okay. And then the way I would do something like this is I would probably, 
add a um, a, a layer mask um, to this. Okay, so that blocks everything out. And then I get a white brush, okay? And with, um, uh, let's see here. So, and uh, and then you um, you could, oops, gotta make it softer, sorry. Again, this is just for educational purposes only. But you see, I you could you could take and darken this background a little bit right here, and that would also draw your attention to the person, which again is the is what you're trying to do. Um, and you could even bring it down below here. So this is just real rough, but you get the idea. So this would be one way of doing it. So you can see that's off, and that's on. And um, so that's kind of one thing that I might do. That and the cropping um, would make this a stronger image and also give you, um, again, draw the, the viewer's eye directly to the subject. But it makes sense. I mean, they haven't been shooting that long, and it's something I see a, 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 a lot. Um, the other thing that you might want to, if, again, if I'm getting picky here, is I might also go in here and do the same thing where I would lighten something up like this. Again, I, I don't do things in, um, in for over the whole image. I usually do things in, in pieces. Um, oops, let's invert that mask. Okay, so then the other thing I might do is come in here and with and lighten the eyes up a little bit. Whoops. So again, just to try and messing my thing up here, here, brush again. There we go. Um, so I might also come in here and just hit hit just a little. This is a little too much. You can it's too obvious, but you get the idea. And then again, I can um, adjust this here. I don't know if it's too much or not enough. Whatever. So anyway, that would be my suggestion on this photo, um, MJ. And um, but other than that, it looks pretty nice. Good job. Okay, let's see. I think we have another one from this person. Yeah. Okay. I right, uh, cute baby. Hard not to like cute babies, right? Um, again, nice image. Technically, very very strong on this one. Stronger than the one that you had before. Um, it's compositionally, it's a little odd. I don't know. I'm not sure what the deal is on it. It kind of, I kind of can't tell. In other words, there's something about it that bothers me, and I'm not sure what it is. Um, maybe, bef maybe if you were at a, at an angle and you were down more toward the toward their waist, and then shooting up a little bit, or maybe I don't know. It's just, um, it just, it's just kind of an odd angle. But it's perfectly, technically, it's perfectly, it's sharp. The lighting looks excellent. Nice job on that. The background looks great. So, hey, good job. Good subject. So I, this one uh, is kudos on this one. I think you've got, uh, you're definitely, a, this is your stronger of the two so far. And then this is the third one in the series. Um, so, again, it's hard to say. This one could work the way it is. See, you got to remember, though, you're trying to tell a story here. What's the story? That's always the question I always ask when I'm in my own work. What am I trying to say? What do I want people to in, interpret? Because the first thing they do is they analyze the picture or they look at the picture and they figure, okay, it's a person. They're looking at the background. Maybe they're not looking at the background. The second thing they do in a split second is start analyzing the picture. They're looking at the background. They're figuring out, oh, is there information in the frame I'm supposed to be looking at? Information I'm not supposed to be looking at? Is there something, is, this, is the background supposed to be telling me something or am I supposed to ignore it? So on this one, this is, again, good lighting. Technically, it's an excellent picture. Good job on this one. Um, might want to, um, this one could come in a little bit like this maybe. I don't know. Um, I like the pole though. That's kind of a neat uh, element in there for... Um, for the picture, you could leave it vertically like that if you wanted, um, or you could maybe bring it in. It's just up to you. But um, let me see what it looks like this way. Yeah, so again, 
That works. Um, again, though, I think it makes it a little stronger. You could even go um, a little tighter, even if, in my opinion, unless the background is part of the story. But I don't know that it is. Um, it doesn't look like it. At least it doesn't say it to me. Um, and uh, so again, bring that in like that. So same problem here is you have, you know you got to be careful because you got this background that's a that's a little bit lighter. But this is a good image. You could stand just like that as it is, and I think the person that um, that you that did it would be very happy with it. One thing that does kind of bug me um, is pictures that aren't straight. I don't know why, because a lot of mine aren't, and that's why I guess that's why. Um, but I think that looks pretty good. Nice job on that one too. This is a, a good image, good lighting. And I assume you're using a just available light. I don't, doesn't look like there's any lighting on it. Nice, nice soft light, good lighting on this one. And, um, so nice job on that one. Good, good deal. Okay. So let's look at, um, so that's MJ and MJ is a, and that's not really MJ's initials, by the way, I just make this stuff up. Um, but um, that's the, um, okay. So all right, here, this is um, MQ. MQ has been shooting between three and four years. Hey, what's not to like about a cat picture? Come on. I mean, unless you're, I'm a cat lover, you know, I got cats or cat, had cats. Now I have a cat and a uh, cute picture of a cat. Um, so this is, it's, um, it could be a little stronger though, as far as composition wise, and also maybe, uh, getting down, um, a little bit lower in the frame. So you're a little more eye level, but it's, it's not bad. It works. Um, but, um, again, you gotta, you know, you gotta figure out what's all this other stuff back here. Is this really contributing to the photo or not? It's definitely a vertical picture in my opinion. Um, and it's a little better that way, but the lighting is good. Nice lighting on this. Looks like there are two lights in this that were used on this shot and um, nice key light on the right hand side, a smaller light or a light on the left with a little less lighting on it, but look good. The lighting is excellent. Nice job on that. And it's nice and sharp focuses in the right spot right there on the nose and the eye. Um, cute, cute. I'm more looking at more. I'm looking at them, the cuter they are. So anyway, this is this is good. Nice job on this one too. But that I would just say, um, kudos on the lighting. Good job on the lighting, and um, you know maybe watch that eye line. Get down a little bit more at the eye line. Same thing for children. You kind of got to be down to their eye level. Um, and um, but nice background. Um, maybe a little tone it down just a little bit, just to kind of. But it doesn't compete. It's uh, but still cool. Nice job. Uh, let's see. What we so this one here is um, one from um, KE. KE's been shooting less than a year as well. And um, again, cute photo. Um, it's um, a little busy, but um, and from a technical standpoint, saturation might be a little high looking on my monitor. And I'm not. I love really high saturated color. So. Um, but the, the point is, it's a little bit of competing everywhere. Everything's got the same color. Of course, it's Christmas. What are you going to be able to do with that? But, um, because it's same kind of a thing, the eye tends to wander around the frame, um, because there's so much of the same color. Color is one of those things that we use to differentiate a subject and to draw attention to what we're looking for. And because there's so much red that makes it a little harder. So, um, cropping is fine. You, you know, I mean, you, it, it probably depending if you're printing it, it might need to be this aspect ratio. Um, but again, you could come in a little bit on this if you wanted and, um, maybe bring this, maybe make it a little stronger, um, like that. Yeah. And again, it just, just me and the way I do things, I would probably come down here go to my um, exposure or levels, either one, darken a little bit, okay, put a, um, a, a mask on that so that it, um, it blocks it, okay, and then I'd take a, a paintbrush 
over the mask. And um, I know this is not a Photoshop class. This isn't Photoshop, but you get the idea. So, and it's not an editing course. But um, again, same kind of thing here. You could, and this, this is rough. It's too, this is too dark. But you see what happens when you do this, all of a sudden the subject really starts to pop out a little more. And, um, and so anyway, you can see what's going on there and get a better idea. So it's not quite as, you're not quite competing as much and it makes the subject look a little stronger. So it also, I don't know about the, you know, again, it's just, it's hard. I don't like to judge color because every monitor is a little different unless it's calibrated and stuff like that, but it does look a little oversaturated just a little bit. But anyway, you could do some vignetting, but that's just nice. It's a uh, good lighting. Um, it's, um, you know, so I don't know. It looks pretty nice. Nice job there. Um, KE. Good job. Okay. Let's see here. There's my cat picture. Let's, um, all right, let's um, pull up another one here. I got some more. Um, let me see if I have any questions, first of all. I had some trouble pulling in the questions. I don't know why that is. Okay. All right, so, okay. So somebody says, um, oh, oh, Yellowstone or Smoky Mountains. Cool. African Safari, answer to the question of the week. Thanks, that's a great one. Switzerland. Oh, I bet Switzerland would be a neat trip too. Very nice. Uh, good idea. And thought of that one. Wouldn't mind going to Alaska. I don't know why. I'm not, like I said, I'm not a landscape photographer per se, but just uh, something that I wanted to do if I were going to do, um, go somewhere. Okay, let's see what else we got. So we got, um, right here. These are by the same person, so we'll do those next. Um, by the way, I apologize if... Um, if you were if I, you were not supposed to do this, I had asked some people to um, to help me out with some um, testing of uh, the upload upload page, and so I got some photos in, and I ho I assume those photos I don't know if they were test photos or photos that I was supposed to review. So I apologize if the ones I think these might have been test photos if they weren't if they were for review great but i apologize if they were just test photos and i'm i'm um reviewing them i didn't mean to uh i should have asked but it was i was running a little late today so okay all right so let's look at the first one is really cute great picture maybe a test photo because it looks a little aged you know but um it's a good good photo actually i like it um black and white is really difficult to do believe it or not Black and white, um, a lot of people think, oh, I'll just make it black and white because I don't have to deal with the color. But the image has to be even stronger when you're shooting in black and white because um, it's very graphical then. You're looking at graphics, you're looking at lines, you're looking at shapes, you're looking at light. It pretty much takes everything else away. And if it's not, doesn't have that, it doesn't work very well. So um, I think this might've been a test photo, so I'm not sure. I apologize if I'm reviewing something that's not supposed to be reviewed. So, um, but it's not bad. Just the way it is, really. Um, again, I'm a, I'm kind of a big cropping guy, if you haven't noticed. I want to draw the attention to wherever, this, wherever I want that person to look. Something in their hand looks like a monitor or something, actually. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it looks nice. Lighting's good. Nice and even. Looks like there's a couple of lights actually being used on this one. Interesting. And the speckle, I guess, is also part of the lighting. All right. So, again, I don't know if this is supposed to be reviewed or not. Good photo on this one. Um, this is Rock 01. So, Rock 01 has been, um, I had, by the way, this is, I had to figure out different initials because um, they had multiple people. But, um, uh, Rock has also been um, shooting for less than a year, which is good. Okay, here's another one. This is probably more modern. This is probably for review. Um, again, some nice things going on here. It's a little busy. Um, so from a composition standpoint, technically it looks good. Um, some things that you're doing really well here, Rock, and then I think I just continue to do, and these, this is a good technique, 
And that is that, um, let's see here if I can show you what I'm talking about. Um, color here is a little better. Um, so one thing you're doing really well is using this right here. Um, and it, this right here, this um, as a frame. So it's a, it's a very common technique to put something in the foreground because then it, again, it draws your attention to the, uh, to the subject. This, this would here is kind of cool, but again, I would have liked to seen the person shoot, if he'd have been shooting from this direction and with the person in the frame, using this as a frame around the frame. Uh, but this is also the same thing. Um, and, um, oh my mouse is not work or my, um, size of my uh, brush is not working tonight. I'm not totally the new version of software. They might've changed something. I don't know why I, I continue to install new software right before a show. How dumb is that? Okay. Anyway, so, so this frame is nice and you could have, I've been interesting to see what a shot from this side looks like. Um, again, a little busy kind of, you know, a lot of stuff going on in the frame. Um, and so, I'm not sure how to, um, you could, again, you could crop it, bring it in a little bit. If this is the per, if this is the main subject, the, this foreground is great, but you don't need quite that much of it. And let's see what that looks like. So there we go. So I think that makes it a little stronger. Now we're seeing the frame and it's not quite as dominant. And, um, uh, is this gl glass? I wonder, maybe not, um, reflections on there. But again, um, other than that, nice picture, a little contrasty, um, but you know, it could just be the style you're going for. So, um, but you know, con really, really dark blacks and really, and um, lights. And so therefore it looks a little contrasty on this, on a young woman, which is typically not something that I would typically do. I'd kind of lighten this up in post, or maybe if you'd shot this in JPEG, check the settings on your camera make sure that it's not um, too much contrast. Now, contrast will definitely help your color. I always add a little bit of contrast when I'm post-processing my images. But um, anyway, just check that. So it looks nice. Good. Technically, it's good. Well, again, once you crop it in, it solves a lot of these problems that I see over here. You could darken a little bit of this over here, but that looks really nice. Good deal. Okay. Um, Okay, so we got those two. All right, we got some more. Don't don't go away, guys. Um, and uh, you know, my um, if I were going to answer the question of the week, it might be um, a person. I love photographing people. They're the most interesting subjects I think in the world for me, um, and that is because they're all different and. I think one of the, the keys to photographing people, number one, having a genuine interest in people, taking an interest in, in, in them and what they're all about, talking to them, asking them questions about their work or you know their life or whatever. And I've met some amazingly interesting people that at the end of the photo shoot, I felt I almost should be paying them because it was really great. I just, they were interesting folks. They were really cool. And I learned a lot. And um, so that's one of the things I love about photographing people. Also, the other neat thing about photography is that people will let you into their lives for a while. So maybe an industry, you get to see behind the scenes in an industry, or it could be a person. And uh, again, if you take that as a gift and consider it such, you, you'll come away with a, a whole new um, respect, I think. Okay. So let's see. We got some more photos here, a few more. Um, okay, so this one we'll do these next. There's two. This one is, um, this is nice here. Um, this is obviously a little different genre, wildlife. Um, beautiful, perfect lighting. Um, exposure is excellent. Um, might have, I don't know if there's some post processing on the background, but it really makes the, um, the uh, birds stand out excellent on that. You know, 
you you shoot against water and you just can't go wrong. Reflection in water is always a great subject. Um, it's interesting as I look at this, just curious, not, not a criticism or critique, but how the, um, the reflection is so much darker and the tone is different. Not, it's not white at all. Mm. Um, I guess that's the water that's doing that. I don't know. Interesting. Not sure what's going on there. Anyway, um, nice picture. Um, so again, I'm a cropper. What am I going to say? So, you know, I, I'm not, this might be extra, extraneous information. So you might want to just see, it looks like that. That might be a little too much, but you get the idea. Um, and then kind of, um, let me bring it back just a little bit more. And so I assume you guys know what I'm showing you here. When you do the crop mode, it brings up these lines. These are called a rule of third lines. And so they're tools to be able to dis, to frame your picture. It's, it's just a guideline. It's not, you don't have to do this, but when you put an object in the, where this line crosses or along this line, it also, it helps um, the composition and it helps people under, see the picture, um, understand the picture and appreciate it more. And it just, again, draws the eye to it. It makes it a, a little asymmetrical, which some people find odd, but putting an object directly in the center can be boring. So I think uh, this is pretty nice. I like this one right here a lot. This is a good image. So um, good job, SK. Good on the composition. Good technically. Subject's good. Um, now, SK's been shooting three to four years, so a little more experience than uh, some of the others. So that makes sense. So here's another one. Uh, same um, again, this is uh, SK, same, um, also a subject. Now this one doesn't, there's something about this picture. It's, it's, it needs something and I'm not quite sure what it is quite honestly, but, um, number one, it looks almost over sharpened from a technical standpoint. I don't know if that's the case or not, but you know, you get haloing and stuff when you, um, on certain images, when you over sharpen, I don't know if that's the case here, but it looks a little. Um, uh, you know, unnatural because it looks so sharp. Um, I would, uh, you know, also the background from a technical standpoint, I might try and, um, and let's see if this is, um, I might try and do something more with the color. I'm trying to find the right um, item here to do it with. I don't know. That's not it. Um, anyway, um, so you might try and bring up some of the, um, here, let's try this one here. Um, yeah, this is a picker, guess not. So you might try the, um, bring out the blues a little bit more in this background and see how that works. I'm not doing it a little bit. Um, but anyway, it's not bad. It looks pretty good. Like this tree is interesting because it kind of draws your eye into the subject again. Um, but um, I, I would try and punch up the color a little bit from a technical standpoint. Subject wise is good. So it's amazing sitting on that little branch. Look at that. So yeah, nice job. I like I, this one here is stronger, my opinion. And I think the reason it's stronger is because Again, I've got more information. My eye has more information to deal with. The first thing is the contrast between the light and the dark. I immediately go to the light, as I said before. So the reflection um, is interesting and in that it gives me some balance, interesting balance to the photo. The color, again, helps separate and give me more, more um, dramatic image there as well. And so that's why I think this one works a little better than this one does. Not bad, but this one is definitely a stronger. This is the one I would put in my portfolio or I would do something with as opposed to this one. I think this one's not as strong. Okay. Let's see, a couple more. That's, I'm saving a few I want to show you here. Don't, you guys, I think are gonna like these other ones. Um, all right, so we got that one, and I got, um, okay, these three more. And then 
Okay. So this one, hang on, I'll bring it up here in a second. Oh, I already showed you that one. Oh, I already showed you that one too. Sorry. Oh, okay. So this one here, let me is um was submitted by RK. RK's been shooting three or four years. Um, this picture's got a lot going for it. It's interesting because you know I sort of um critiqued the other image about the about being too busy with all the color, but this also has about the same amount of color. But if you notice, it's it's separated. There's some depth to it. And so therefore it doesn't compete. And um, the lighting on this is perfect. Really nice light. Um, I would say that it's probably um, a soft box or some kind. Um, looks, rel lo looks relatively soft. Um, uh, here, I'll show you. So, and the way I look at that is I, um, I look at this, um, this shadow right here. And you can look at the gradation in the shadow, and that's how you can kind of tell how big this the uh, the light is on it. See right here on the side of the face. If it was a um, if it was a really um, a, a hard light, then it would be more dramatic, and it would also fall off faster. So, um, and uh, but nice lighting on this, good color toning on this one. Um, nice, sharp. Technically, this has got it going um, from a composition standpoint. Not really much I could say there. You might, you know, it's weird because as much as I talk about cropping, this one could be a tad looser, but it depends. I'd rather be a little tighter than, than too loose unless I'm going to be cropping or printing, in other words. But for the most part, um, this, is, um, this looks great. Love the flowers, love the design, love the color. Um, you know, when you have somebody looking directly into the into the camera like this, they really connect. And um, so I think this is uh, this is an excellent job. Good job on this one. There's not much uh, not much feedback I have other than this one. That um, nice background. Even though the background is the same color, it's darker, so therefore it doesn't compete. And uh, again, your eyes drawn directly to the young lady's eyes, which is what you're hoping for. Uh, the eyes are the thing that people look at first. So, nice job. Boy, good stuff tonight. You guys are great. Thank you. I appreciate you sub showing me your work. I always love looking at the stuff you guys are doing. And um, it's encouraging. Okay, so we have three more pictures. And um, these are were submitted by HS. And HS is a professional full-time photographer and the work shows, you can tell. This is um, the first image. This was um, apparently, I had to ask about this. This is um, a young lady in a bath of, of milk, you know, and because um, I couldn't tell what it was in. It looked like smoke. It looked like water, but I wasn't positive. And uh, again, this one is um, interesting. I like the, com the, the composition. It's um, it's not as strong as the other two. I'm not sure why. I think maybe because of the, um, I don't know, maybe just because of the composition or the, the toning. It's a little, it doesn't have the dramatic look that I'm used to seeing, but it's still a beautiful, beautiful image. It looks great. And um, so I'm sure the person's excellent. This person is very talented, this photographer, no doubt about it. And they certainly know their way around uh, working with a model. And um, and so uh, good job on this one. Now the other one, let me show this. Okay, the other one um, is this one right here. This one is uh, surprising because it doesn't really, out of the three images that they submitted, it doesn't really fit. I like it because it's storytelling. Um, and that's one thing that, again, not a lot of people do. But it doesn't have quite the the strength of the competition is, uh, composition. Listen, com the composition of some of the other images that they have. Um, again, this might be too much, but 
I think that makes a stronger image. The line I'm drawing right into the person's face. Um, again, this is all personal preference on this kind of stuff. When you start getting into this kind of stuff, it's aesthetics, not not technical. Um, technically, the picture is is well done. Uh, you know, I tell you the other thing I like about this picture is that it makes me want to know more, and that's the really big part of storytelling is wanting people to ask questions like, wow, what is going on here? What is that in her mouth? Uh, where is she? What, you know, and uh, the other thing is I, I like having, I know it's a simple thing, but I like having um, this foreground, this brush in the, or this, um, trying to find the paintbrush, they moved the paintbrush on me. I like having this branch right here in the, in the foreground. It's, it's, it's a small thing, but it gives it some depth. You can tell, you know, is there something going on here? And that's what we're trying to do. Remember, we're, we're, we're photographing a three-dimensional world and we're trying to represent it in a two-dimensional, uh, with two-dimensional technology. So that makes it a lot harder. Um, but I think that this little things like this definitely work. Now this next picture is the last image and this is the strongest one I think of the evening in my opinion. Um, so let me tell you why I think this picture works. It's not about whether I like it or not, why it works from a photographically and an aesthetic standpoint. First of all, it works because not be now let me make comment first. This is a, a lot of people will think that toning a picture or coming up with a preset or something really makes the picture. Oh, I love the way that looks. Well, that can change. That's not the only thing that makes a picture. And it's not going to save a bad picture. You can take a picture that's mediocre and put a, a preset or some kind of toning on it. And that's not going to fix it. It's still going to be a bad picture. It's just going to look differently. But on this picture, it's worked. And I think the reason is because um, it, it helps tell the story. The outfit is combined with this toning. Looks kind of, you know, it's not quite black and white. Um, and so I think that works with it really, really well. The thing that works for this image is that it, um, it has, um, this, these, these lines here draw you right into the picture. Okay. Right into the subject. So the composition on this one is excellent. Even though you would think that because it's in the middle that maybe, you know, they're, they're sort of somewhat in the middle that it might be boring, but it's not. Also, these lines right here like this and the contrast of the lines like that coming in really make this a strong image compositionally. Um, the lighting, of course, is excellent. There's nothing you can say about the lighting. Um, um, they've got this person facing exactly the right way into some light. I'm not sure how they did that. Maybe because um, it looks like it might've been kind of dark in there and they're facing away from the light coming in, but the light coming in here might've been a little Photoshop work fine, which is fine. It looks great. I think it works perfectly. Um, but the lighting on the face is really, really nice. And, um, okay. So, um, it's just a, you know, if it's interesting because if, as much as I crop in, if this picture would have been cropped in like this, it wouldn't have been as strong. But because it's not, because it is full like this, and they've used these lines in the barn to be able to draw you to the subject, that certainly makes it a much stronger image. Uh, and of course, the lighting is great. So I'd say everything works in this image, in my opinion. Um, the, the, the leading lines work, okay? The, um, the lighting works and the um, subject and the outfit works. It really tells, it, this tells a story in my opinion. I would call this a fine art photo. It's not just a portrait. And um, so nice job on this one, um, uh, HS, great job. Really, really nice. I'd love to see more of this kind of work. Very talented, obviously you can tell. Yeah, I mean, look, it's none of these are any, none of these are bad and all these are great. Um, but this is certainly the one that's the strongest from a technical and a composition wise. Um, okay. So anyway, um, let's see. 
I think that's it for this evening. Again, let me remind you guys of a couple of things. If uh, this is a photo review, we do these every first Friday of the month. So if you want to submit your work, just go to reviews, review.photomentor.tv and upload uh, your images. Um, and um, we'd love to see your work there. Hopefully this has been helpful to some people. And I'm not trying to, I don't want to be critical, but I'm trying to be helpful. And that's, again, try not to be put too much of my own personal opinion in this. Maybe look what works and what doesn't work from a photographic standpoint. The other thing is you might want to look into uh, joining our Facebook group. If you're a helper, if you're not, if you're interested in just being a, you know, know it all and all that kind of stuff, then this is not the group for you. But if you are either a new photographer and you're looking for help and you, uh, you know, want somebody to really take time and answer a question in detail and, and help mentor you, then this is the group for you to join. So, um, anyway, Hopefully that will, um, you'll consider doing that. So anyway, hey, listen, I enjoyed it, everybody. Um, thanks for, for joining me again. If they're, um, you're joining us for the um, first time, we are here every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern and uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. Um, so again, you guys have a good evening and thanks again. See you later.